You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. I'm Smiley the dog. I am a mutt. I'm Smiley the dog. I'm super smiley. I'm a cat too sweet to travel kitty. I'm a big girlfriend. Angel's really pretty. I'm a pony and we share a big horse. We have a big yard. Yeah, we have to, of course. I have a pool. In the summer, I stay cool. We have a fountain. Live in the mountain. Live high on the hump. Need to be a spokes dog. I'm Smiley the dog. Woof and Super Smiles, welcome to a Super Smiley adventure on Pet Life Radio, the largest pet radio network in the world. I'm Megan Blake, the Pet Lifestyle Coach, here with my super possum sidekick, Giant Mutt Super Smiley. On a Super Smiley adventure, we explore adventures where animals lead. They can be journeys for animal advocacy, for adventure and fun, and they almost always lead to paths of inner discovery and greater bonding with our pets. And every one of those journeys is why Smiley and I love our guest today. Today, we have the director of the Animal Film Festival, Shelly Frost. Shelly, welcome to a Super Smiley adventure. Megan, thank you. And hi, Smiley. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Big whoops <laughs> from Smiley. All right. And Shelly, you know, we love adventures and we are especially excited about the Animal Film Festival because we'll be there ourselves sharing our film Kindness, a super smiley documentary with a possum live kindness program and flash mob. So we are really getting behind this cause. Thank you, Shelly, for inviting us to be there. You know what, Megan? We are so excited. You both are coming. We've been telling the community all about you guys and the fun dance <laughs> activity. The parents and kids are getting really excited. So I can't wait till the day. Yay! It is going to be so much fun. And Shelly, one of the things that I absolutely love about the Animal Film Festival is that it is not just a film festival involving animal content in the films. It has a very grounded platform based on your work with the Center for Animal Protection and Education, which is known as CAPE. So let's start at the very beginning. Shelly, tell us about CAPE. Okay, yes. The Center for Animal Protection and Education was founded 23 years ago by myself and my very dear friend, J.P. Novick, along with several veterinarians and advocates in the animal welfare community here in the San Francisco Bay Area. And we wanted to found an organization that not only rescued animals hands-on, taking them from shelters, working with shelters in combination to help these animals find permanent homes, but we also wanted to pass along real valuable information to the community about animal issues. So in other words, we wanted to educate people about the plight of animals in society, whether it's animals in entertainment, animals on farms and factory farms, laboratories, all those big heavy duty issues. But at the same time, we were rescuing dogs and cats. And now we've just started a burrow rescue program at our new wow. sanctuary in Grass Valley. So we're, we're kind of all over the map, but we're trying to be as effective as we can just in preventing suffering. That's our number one priority is to stop the suffering of animals. I love so many things you just said, Shelly. So many things. One thing is that you're actually rescuing these animals and helping to rehabilitate them, but also you're educating and that helps change the culture. It helps actually get to the root of the problem, right? Exactly. What we try to do is encourage people to extend their compassion to animals. I mean, it's wonderful to help people. And believe me, we are completely in support of that. But we are the voice for the animals, and we just encourage people to extend their compassion and kindness towards animals in their lives. 
And you mentioned the burrow rescue and the domestic animals, cats and dogs, but you've got a, a several species up there, don't you? Tell us who's who you have up there with you. <laughs> who's up there? You know, Megan, we have this pig. His name is Rudy, and he is such a character. <laughs> he's a big old guy, but he's a rescue brought to our sanctuary. He had nowhere else to go except somebody's dinner plate. So now he roams freely on our sanctuary. He's the funniest guy. He follows us all over the place. We have photos of him picking up piles of hay in his mouth, and he drags them back to the barn. He builds his nest. I mean, the (laughs) capability of a pig. If people only knew how incredibly intelligent and playful they are, it would just change their minds about these animals. So he's one guy. We have Nellie, a goat. She's just a character, too. With one horn, she still tries to stare you down, but just be on your guard. (laughs) near Nelly. We love her. (laughs) And then we have a lot of chickens and roosters. Roosters are real tough species. When they're born, few people want them. So they're very hard to find a place in the world for. But, you know, again, they're interested in their own lives. They don't want to have any pain or suffering. So we try to rescue as many as we can. That's so wonderful. And I want to second what you said about the pigs too. I volunteered with the pigs at the Best Friends Animal Sanctuary and I was amazed, amazed at how interactive they were. They had different vocal, for lack of a better word, different words that they'd say. You know, they go, all these different things like dogs. They were so communicative. So it was inspiring. It was amazing. But at the same time, you touched on this. It was kind of horrifying to think that people actually eat these extremely intelligent and social and amazingly interactive animals. And can people visit Cape? By appointment, yes. So they should go to our website, which is www.capeanimals.org. And then our phone number is there. But uh, yeah, we just are still setting up, to be honest with you. We've moved into the sanctuary about nine months ago. And we've now got a tribe of volunteers who come regularly. (laughs) (laughs) That is so, so cool, mm-hmm. Shelly. This is mm-hmm. the coolest thing. Smiley is so super smiling right now. <laughs> and we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back. Smiley, can you wait? Good boy. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. I'm Swipe It's a revolutionary new product that literally swipes away cat hair from virtually any surface. You know, most of us struggle with a roller or vacuum cleaner to clean up cat hair, but anyone who has tried either of these knows they just don't work very well. But Swipe It's patent pending glove has a magnetic-like quality that removes cat hair from almost everything. And best of all, Swipe It's is machine washable, so you can use it over and over again. To order, just visit SwipeIt's.com. That's S-W-I-P-E-T-S. A simple solution for shedding. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We're back on a super smiley adventure with Shelly Frost, the director of the Animal Film Festival, which is coming up March 1st. 
Shelly, so we just talked about you have the CAPE, the Center for Animal Protection and Education, which has been helping animals for decades, and now the Animal Film Festival. Tell us what's happening March 1st. Oh, thank you, Megan. Yes, it's a big undertaking to put together a -a one-of-a-kind animal film festival, the only kind of its uh, like in the country. And starting at 11 a.m., we're having a session called Movies for Children, where you will be one of our special guests, you and Mr. Smiley there. Um, but during, during those two hours, not only will we have you and your film, but we're having several animated films and live action films for children. All about, one is about whales, another about elephants, another about a horse who's a therapy horse in LA done by a student at Chapman University. Just some really darling, uplifting, inspirational films. Then we'll have a little break between one and two. Starting at two o'clock, we're going to show 15 films through till 9 or 10 o'clock in the evening. Wow. Films from, I know, from around the world. I mean, they focus on such a variety of topics. Like you said at the opening of the show, we do want to present a variety of points of view when it comes to animal issues. And, for example, one film, it did win an Oscar, a student Oscar. It's called A Second Chance. It's about an Iraqi vet named Blade Anthony who's suffering from PTSD. And a pit bull, a rescued pit bull, brings him back to Earth. I mean, it really helps him get through what he's enduring. And it's just a beautiful film. I'm so excited for people to see it. I'm so proud to be showing that film as well as so many others. One comes from Holland. I'd just love to tell you really fast. It's called De Haas and De Marathon. It's about the first political party specifically for animal causes, animal issues, that was created and the first 10 years of this party in Holland and how, you know, the effect that it has on laws pertaining to animals. So really exciting stuff. Yes, I've actually heard of that that party. I want to make sure that our listeners really grasp this. This is an actual political party, like we have Republicans and Democrats, and it's in Holland. And specifically, one of their main missions is to advocate for animals. Is that correct? Did I say that correct, Shelley? Yes, you did, Megan. And the really cool thing about it, it was founded by a young woman. I mean, what she managed to accomplish, this young, dynamic woman, and now they have won two seats in Parliament. So there's two seats during the making of the film that are there specifically to get animal issues front and center. Right. It's really, really amazing and it is inspiring as to what we can do. We don't have to just be in the box like what you're doing. You've created the first real animal film festival and that is so exciting. (laughs) And looking at the film schedule, I want to talk more about the films. It's not, as you mentioned, it's not just about our companion animals, but you've included stewarding wild animal themes as well, right? Yes, yes. There is a film called We Are Rhino and it is fantastic. It's all about three different people in Africa who have three different approaches to saving the black rhino. I mean, this filmmaker, a young man, interviewed a fellow who goes after poachers, and he's passionate about it. A woman who owns a sanctuary, she's equally passionate. And then a man, a farmer, a middle-aged man, who is literally raising black rhinos on his farm to save the species. So, you know, it's just interesting to see the dichotomy between them. We have two films about wolf sanctuaries. Yes. One will be shown during the children's session. It's a lovely little film called The Ambassadors, just about a couple who are saving wolves 
We have another one called the Drill Project, which takes place in Bioko Island. It's off the coast of Africa about this monkey called the Drill Monkey. I never knew anything about it. That's the cool thing about this film festival. You learn new things, things you've never even known about. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yes, and you're doing such a beautiful job telling about all these films. And I'm looking through so many piqued my interest. You just mentioned one of the wolf films, Wolf Mountain. And I just want to share that I had the great honor to interact with rescued wolves in Florida. Florida at the Big Oak Wolf Sanctuary, and you're right, they are such sensitive, sentient creatures, and for me, they actually heighten my education in communicating with dogs, because the wolf Mm -hmm. communication is so crystal clear. So, tell us a little bit about Wolf Mountain. Yes, the woman who runs the sanctuary that's profiled, her name is Tanya Little Wolf, and she has rescued wolves all of her life. And this sanctuary is in the middle of the California desert. She has 14 wolves, all of them rescued from horrible situations. She does take her wolf, one wolf journey on educational tours so that people can learn about this majestic animal and understand their importance in the ecosystem and that right. they've been decimated by human beings over the decades. So, yeah, it's just caring people who've devoted their lives. I mean, her whole life is at her sanctuary. She doesn't go on vacation. She doesn't go to Hawaii <laughs> oh, and lay on the beach. My friends are. My friends can't go any place because their whole life is dedicated to taking care of the wolves. And, exactly. and it's, it's But it's such an honor. It was such an honor to interact with these creatures. It, it's just amazing. And each one of your films piqued my interest in a different way, like Life with Alex, the Mm -hmm. parrot that, tell us about the parrot, tell us about him. (laughs) Well, this parrot, he actually learned to communicate meaningfully in spoken English, one of the first animals to be taught how to communicate with a researcher at Brandeis University in Boston. Now, the young woman who made this film, her name is Emily Wick. She's going to be at our film festival, I'm very delighted to say. Good, good, good. Yes, so she can lead a Q&A after her film is premiered. It's just a beautiful relationship that develops between Dr. Irene Pepperberg, who is the researcher, and this African gray parrot. And, you know, they do live a long life. Unfortunately, he does pass away. Sorry, I'm giving a little spoiler alert during the making of the film. But again, that just shows the poignancy of this relationship even more. It's a lovely film. It's, it is very uplifting and amazing to see what this bird's capable of. Right, because I want to emphasize this to our our listeners, that we all know that these type birds, they can mimic English and or sounds, you know, voices, and sometimes it's fun because it seems like they're saying something funny, but this bird was actually taught to communicate with English and actually expressed his own thoughts through words, right? Exactly, yes, and you will see that in the film, and you will be amazed, and you will honor animals that much more and accept that they are intelligent, feeling, sentient beings, and that they have self-awareness. Self-awareness is such a key thing to understand with animals. They're not just, um, you know, lumps of DNA. They actually understand that they're alive and they don't want to suffer from any pain or fear. And that's, again, what we're hoping to emphasize with the film festival to make people, you know, appreciate animals and love them and not hurt them. Absolutely. Wonderful, wonderful mission and goal. And I want to talk about another film that I can't, I can't wait to see all of these. I'm going to be sitting at every single screening, but um, <laughs> the film Pack Me, am I saying that correctly? The Muslim man's devotion to the stray dogs of Malaysia. Now, this is amazing because not only is he battling to help the dogs, but in the culture there, in 
some places it's forbidden to touch dogs. So tell us about this. This is amazing. Yes. Now you are pronouncing it the way I've been pronouncing it. So (laughs) pack me. Yeah, he's an older man and his wife. They've devoted their lives to rescuing dogs off the street of Malaysia. It's a Muslim country and dogs are not considered companion animals in many parts of the world that are Muslim. So he is rescuing these animals with practically zero resources except his big heart. He and his wife, they truly love these animals and they are trying to trying to save them from suffering and starvation and all of the many ills that these animals are suffering from. But it's a beautiful film of true love and kindness and caring. And, you know, if I, it just makes you want to go and assist this man because he's doing it with almost nothing. So, but there is one little thing I want to caution you on. Sure. We do, you know, it, it looks like because he will not release any of the animals, he will not adopt them out. He wants to take care of them all himself. We uh-huh. are very cautious about the hoarding issue. But again, where else do these animals have to turn? There, are, there is nothing. And so, and I, I think, you know, if, so long as spay and neuter is talked about at some point, or if there's an agency that can go in and help with spay and neuter, I think that would be a wonderful thing. But we do want to caution the audience that, you know, we don't advocate hoarding, but I just feel the man is doing what he can to save lives. Yes, because he is in that culture where the animals are not thought of as companion animals. So his his resources are extremely limited and he is serving Mm -hmm. as an example for caretaking Mm -hmm. for these beautiful animals. So I totally am with you. And Shelly, I want to back up. You mentioned a film right at the top of the show called Last Day. And and I want to share with the listeners how important this film is because one of the themes on my radio show is that animals are healers and teachers. And I know this in my own life and with last day it was about a young man who felt that 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 day was going to be his last day because he was going to take his own life and an animal changed that for him forever can you tell us about that yes megan it's so funny you mentioned this film when i saw the title last day my heart dropped and my stomach sank i thought it was going to be about an animal's last day in an animal shelter but it turned Uh out to be this young man's story it's a scripted film meaning that it's actors and it's just a beautiful film film about a young man who's carrying on in his last day, checking out the city and, you know, realizing he's going to take his own life when at the very end he finds a cat in need and suddenly everything's changed and his life has been saved literally by the finding of this stray cat. And it's just a very well done, beautifully put together film. I cannot wait to see every single one of these films because I know animals can change us and they do change us just by their calming presence, drawing us into the present moment. There's so many things they do for us and we're so excited that we're going to be at your film festival (laughs) and we're going to hear more about it right after this break. Smiley, can you wait? Good boy. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. I'm I'm not much of a reader, but I do wish I were more well-read. There are so many great books coming out. I wish I could find a way to keep up. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well-informed and catch up on your reading simply by listening. Audiobooks from Audible turn downtime into uptime. You'll be more productive and become well-read. Now I'm able to catch up on all the great books I've been wanting to read. With Audible, I feel smarter. Pet Life Radio listeners, try Audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership plan free. And get a free audiobook. 
Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to audibledeals.com. That's audibledeals.com. Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Backs are powerful bagless upright backings for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Vac, go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Dyson. Music to your ears. Hi, I'm Dr. Jeff Werber from Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff here on Pet Life Radio. We want to hear from you. Listen in. We're on every Thursday, 1 o'clock Pacific Time, 4 o'clock Eastern Time here on PetLifeRadio.com. We are here for you. We're trying to make life with your pets even better. I know it's hard to believe that can it even be better than it is, and hopefully it's fantastic already. The goal here is to answer your questions, help you out with your problems, anything you really wanted to know, but maybe you were afraid to ask your veterinarian, or maybe it was just too expensive to go to your veterinarian just to ask a few simple things. So that's what you got me for here at uh, Pet Life Radio. Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. Call in. We'll see you here on Thursdays. Talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet this is AJ Cook, and we're on a super smiley adventure. And we're back on a super smiley adventure with Shelly Frost, the director of the Animal Film Festival. Welcome back, Shelly. Thank you, Megan. Hi, Smiley. <laughs> <laughs> We've already talked about the morning of the film festival. You're presenting um, films that kids will love, but of course the adults are going to love them too. And I, I love the description of so many of these films too. A Perfect Pair seems so cute. Tell us a little bit about that film. Yes, A Perfect Pair is during the children's section. It's a short animated film just about a cat and a dog who find each other in the world and then their guardians, a young man and a young woman, also find each other coincidentally and it's a happy ending. <laughs> so yeah, that's it was a student film, and it's just lovely how they animated it. But Charisma, I wanted to mention Charisma. It's a film yes. that is also a student film, and this is about a young girl with a very awful disease. And she goes to a stable, and she works with a horse named Charisma, who is her therapy horse. And just like you said earlier, animals really do help people through some horrible crises in their lives. And this horse in particular is making a big difference for this little girl. And it's a lovely story. It's during the children's section. Oh, um, I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. And I have horses as well. And, and my horse, Starfire, is one of my life's soulmates. They are such grounding influences. And they're, they're so, you use the word sentient, and they are. Mm-hmm. They're just one of the most sentient animals I've ever, ever met. And, and also a whale song. That sounds like a beautiful story. Tell us about that. Yeah, it's a lovely little animated film, and it will be during the children's section. And it's about whaling ships, that they are out there, you know, killing whales. The, and this young, yeah, doing the bad thing, yes. Yeah, the bad thing. Um, yeah. But a young, a young whale is orphaned because of this ship. And as he grows up, he wants to exact his revenge. Well, instead of that, tables are turned when the ship's captain's daughter falls into the ocean. And guess who rescues her? The baby whale who's now grown up. And so, you know, and then the ship's captain becomes very happy and respectful of whales. And everybody seems to understand each other's points of view and why we all need to exist compatibly on this planet. 
I love that. And of course, you mentioned that Smiley's film, Kindness, a Super Smiley documentary will be screening. And I want to let everyone know that in Smiley's film, Smiley goes on a journey, a quest to find the best students in the whole world so he can show that animals have something that they can teach to the whole world. And he finds his students in inner city L.A. And the lessons begin and Smiley narrates. And the film ends with the cutest flash mob in the entire world with the inner city kids. (laughs) Shelly, so thank you so much for inviting us to share our message at the Animal Film Festival. Oh, Megan, you guys are being heralded as our celebrity <laughs> guests. We couldn't do it without you. Oh, and it's going to be so much fun. Thank you. And we're also going to present the live Super Smiley Kindness Program, which is what we did with the Inner City Kids on our film. And we're going to end with the live Super Smiley Flash Mob with the audience. Shelly, are you going to dance with us? Of course I am. I'm going to be right up there with both of you watching Smiley's moves. that's so great we're going to be teaching the dance right there and it's really really easy but if everybody wants to get a head start you can go to smileythedog.com and at the bottom of the page there's a learn the dance link so you'll have a head start but you don't have to do that and we want to invite the kids the adults we've even had people in wheelchairs do the flash mob Shelly because you know it's not about looking like we're on Dancing with the Stars it's about shouting it out for kindness and for pet adoption right? Exactly yes and this does solidify the message in children's minds. They'll never forget this as long as they live. Oh, I love that. I love that. That is so, it's just so, Smiley would say, this is possum. He'd say, this is possum. <laughs> and Shelly, high five, Smiley, or high pop, Smiley. <laughs> That's so cute. And Shelly, you've worked with so many animals and species. What have animals taught you personally? Oh, my goodness. Animals have taught me that they're consistent. They're always there for us. They love us unconditionally, and they don't judge us. And even on our worst days, we can get a hug, a furry hug from our animal companions. My girl, Kelly, she's my little border collie mix. She's rescued from the streets of Juarez, Mexico. And I just know, yeah, I mean, she's led a, who knows what kind of a life she led. Boy, wouldn't I love to have known. But here she is, safe and sound. I give her hugs. She gives them right back, and it just makes your day that much better and brighter. And I couldn't live on this planet without my animal companions and knowing that, you know, they love us unconditionally. I agree with you 100%. Don't you feel that when people are not open to animals that they are actually missing an entire universe? There's an entire other dimension to life that they haven't opened up to. Would you agree with that? Yes, I would. In fact, this might sound strong, but I almost see people who don't have an appreciation for animals as having a character flaw. Um, I know. I mean, I disagree. They're missing out on so much potential joy that animals can give and the calming effects that they have and how they make us laugh, just how comedic they are. It just brightens your day. And I I feel sorry for people who don't have an appreciation for them. But again, that's what the film festival is working to do is bring about that appreciation. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So we want to invite everyone who loves animals. And if you have some friends that, you know, aren't really maybe even into animals, bring them to the festival and let's let's turn them around because these animals have so much to (laughs) offer. 
like you said, just the humor, the fun. The, they're like little court jesters, you know, when they're in your house. They always have <laughs> yes. to smile. And Super Smiley will be there for everybody to love on to. And he, he's full of smiles. So that would be so wonderful to invite everybody. And Shelly, do you find also that the different species, sometimes they have different lessons to teach? I know animals are individuals, but don't you kind of learn something different from the pig than what you learn from the goat? What do you think about that? Well, yeah. I mean, so far as animals that you wouldn't cuddle up to necessarily in your everyday life, what you learn is that they have an appreciation for their own lives, that they love what they're doing day in and day out, whether it's something that a pig normally does, like rolling around. Rudy loves to roll around in his mud puddle. He does that to cool <laughs> off. You know, he's got a reason for doing it, and he enjoys it. And it gives me joy seeing an animal just live the way they're supposed to live without any interference from people. Living the way they're supposed to live. I love that. Mm -hmm. Well, one time I asked someone who had this big lizard, a big one of those giant lizards, I asked him what he had learned from his lizard. And I was ready to get an answer like, well, I don't learn anything from my lizard. He just kind of sits there. And what he said to me, it was one of the most profound answers I've ever gotten. He said, this lizard seems very alien and it has taught me to appreciate things that are different from me. Is that amazing? Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yes. So you can learn if you are open to the lessons, you can learn from any of them. You just have to really look. And Shelly, where can we get tickets? Where do we find, find your film festival? How do we get there? Yes, please visit www.animalfilmfestival.org. And the tickets are right there on the website. And you're in Grass Valley. Is that up near San Francisco? Just so people have an idea where we're going to be. Yes, Grass Valley is in the Sierra Nevada foothills. It's in gold country, and it's cool. about two hours out of San Francisco. And the location is the Center for the Arts in downtown Grass Valley on Main Street. And the tickets are only $5 per person for the children's session, and then $20 per person for the afternoon-evening session. And we do have discounts for seniors and children. Smiley and I are so excited to be there, Shelly, and everybody can catch up with, with Smiley's Flash Mobs and everything that he's doing at SmileyTheDog.com. And also, I have another announcement that's very exciting. Remember to nominate your Hero Dog for the Hero Dog Awards. We're so proud to announce that the Hero Dog Awards are now open for nominations, and Super Smiley has been asked to be the American Human Association Hero Dog Awards Spokesdog for 2014. So we're really excited about that. You can nominate your Hero Dog at Hero Dog dogawards.org you can like them on Facebook at Hero Dog Awards and you can like Super Smiley on Facebook at Super Smiley and Shelly do you all have a, a Facebook for the Animal Film Festival? Yes we do again just look for Animal Film Festival it's the only one of its kind in the country and it's on Facebook and our website you can certainly get to the Facebook page from our website animalfilmfestival.org Very cool Shelly and then let's see what else oh Smiley we're also going to be going to Florida in the middle of March March 12th through 14th, we're going to be at the Global Pet Expo with the Way Cool Pet Company Ultra Hunt. So maybe we'll see everybody in Florida. If we don't catch you in California at the beginning of the month, we'll see you in Florida in the middle of the month. And Shelly Frost, we are so appreciative to the voice that you give to animals and for all that you are doing for them at CAPE, the Center for Animal Protection and Education. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, Megan, thank you. And thank you for spreading the good word about animals. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> You're very welcome. Thank you for inviting us to the Animal Film Festival, too, and for joining us on a super smiley adventure. And from all of us here on Pet Life Radio on a super smiley adventure, until next time, woof and super smile. 
Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.